0: Welcome to another episode of Random Fit. I am Wendy Batts, one of your hosts, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Ken Miller. How are you?
1: Hey, Wendy. How's it going?
0: Oh, you know, just living a dream. How are you? Sure.
1: Well, <laughs> same.
0: Well, that's good. Every day you wake up, you should be blessed. You know, sure. <laughs> well, today we have an exciting topic regarding nutrition, which again, I really enjoy doing research on these topics because I find it very helpful for myself because some of these tips I often take for granted or forget, and I thought today would be the day that we would share them with the world, just to remind you of how easy it can be to truly watch your nutrition day in and day out on the go with busy lifestyles and still try to hit specific goals, aimed towards whatever your ultimate goal is long-term. What do you think? I, think-
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is one of those things where again looking at the points you you know you look at these these things that we're going to talk about today and you're like oh, i forgot about that uh you know what that's a good one i don't know why or how i got away from it cuz um you know when i'm when i'm talking to my clients and i'm giving them these tips that we we're, we're going to share they're like oh that's right you told me that last year i forgot about that one i think i'm going to try it again you know because we like you said we we do get busy like you know schools in session and you know having to drop off, pick up activities, then you are quick to forget. All right. Uh, when did I eat last? When did I, when was my last glass of water? When, did, you know, uh, when was the last time I had a, a vegetable in my face versus one of those <clears throat> snacks that we give our kids? So I think, uh, I think these are, yeah, like you said, Wendy, these are good reminders, some things that we need to revisit because they were at some point successful for most people. And then for some reason or another, they just, they just got away, which, which happens.
0: Yes. And I actually worked on a pharmaceutical, uh, well, worked with a pharmaceutical company who was trying to launch this one particular drug. And on the other side of it, we were looking for nutritional advice and programming and showing that exercise could be kind of the placebo. So some people were taking a placebo and then doing exercise and some people were taking a specific drug. And these tips they found extremely helpful. And um, I know I did as well. So why don't we just go ahead and start it off? I think first and foremost, we all know we all know when you go grocery shopping, (laughs) a don't go hungry because then you're going to pick up a bunch of stuff that you know you shouldn't eat because at that moment it's quick. It's simple. It looks good. And it's probably not healthy. Right. So that sounds like it should be a piece of cake. However, it should be should be and you and I have talked about this before make a list make a list of all the stuff that you need and think in advance about what what type of meals you want to cook and then put all of those ingredients Mm -hmm. on the list as well as some snack foods but then just make sure that when you go to the store that you use that list and that you know unless something pops in your head like oh like milk or something um you know, don't start adding other stuff because, A, it's going to increase that grocery bill that, you, you know, and then you're going to come home. And then half of that stuff probably wasn't things that you should have, you know, should have had in your pantry to begin with. And that's why it wasn't there. <laughs> so tip number one.
1: Well, right. Because, uh, you know, just the other week, and I know you and I, Wendy, we talk, we talk offline, <laughs> you know, pretty often. <laughs> But, you know, chances are when we're talking, I'm on my way home from one of those warehouse uh, stores. And um, one of the things that always gets me, you know, especially before the pandemic is, you know, the, the food sampling that they have like in the middle of the aisle. And I don't know how many pieces of cheese or, you know, <laughs> cereal samples or smoothies, whatever's being made, that's what I'm chomping on because, like you said, Wendy, like you go to the store and you're hungry, especially you go to one of those warehouse stores where you have like every other aisle, someone standing there behind the, pet. you know, they're they're either blending something up, heating something up, putting something in those little paper, tiny cups. And you're like, you know, it's just a little cup. It's, you know, but the next thing you know, you're at the checkout stand and you're, like man i'm kind of full
0: (laughs) well and if it tasted good at the time you probably put it in your basket too so and i I do
1: yes i don't know how many bags of crackers or cookies or (laughs) salami or whatever Mm -hmm. i put in my husband
0: is the worst he came home the other day with a huge box of gummy bears i'm like seriously he's like yeah but your son really wanted some i'm like then go buy one pack not like 50 and so now we literally have 50 something packs of these small gummy bears that every day he comes home from school and he's like, can I have a pack of gummy bears? When in all reality, I'm like, why don't you have some grapes? Or why don't we have some fruit? Um, So, so yes, that obviously is a big one. But, you know, I think too, when we're talking about grocery stores, it's really important to think, you know, they always talk about, you know, making sure that you go just through, the outsides of of each aisle. Like don't go in the middle unless you need to get something because most of those things are already pre-made. They're higher in sodium. They're higher in, you know, calorie content. And it's just not as healthy for you versus if you go through produce and you go through the meat department and then you go through whatever types of bread or whatever it is that you need. If you literally stay on the perimeter and the outside of the grocery store, you're probably going to be more successful in your choices as well. Just another, another Nothing yeah,
1: said. and the way the way I look at that too is that you know when you when you do go outside or you do um, shop the perimeter of the grocery store, um, you're you're also putting all the important stuff in your cart first. So if if you've got your cabbage and carrots and your your cabbage uh,
0: and carrots, yeah, what? your
1: Tuscan cantaloupe, you know, uh, <laughs> bananas, wow, and <laughs> you know you have all the good stuff in the in the cart first. That instead of putting all the, all the junky stuff in there, you know, priority goes in first and then whatever's left over. I mean, cause yeah, you know, what, I've got kids and they're going to want to throw some stuff in the cart and I'm not that, you know, that, that totally tough guy that says, nope, put it away. You know, I'll say, yeah, you know, go ahead and have one of those things. So if you're listening to us now here on random fit, we are looking at nutrition tips with uh, myself, with, uh, Wendy bats and we're going over some pretty good stuff here. Wendy, what, what, what's next? as far as how to shop
0: well you know i think when you're when you're talking about shopping obviously you have to think ahead about your meals like what do you want to have throughout the week because i know myself i only have certain days of the week that i can go to the grocery store you know obviously i would love to buy fresh and go every single day to like a farmer's market or something but that Mm -hmm. just isn't it just isn't realistic And so on, you know, over the weekend, I will sit down with my husband and say, okay, listen, what days are we going to grab something out? Because, you know, my kid has baseball or it's going to be late and I don't have time to cook. Or what meals are we going to actually make? And then I write everything out. I think that's really important. Plus you can also think, what can you make ahead of time? And I think that's one thing I am horrible at is pre you know pre-making meals so therefore when instead of going out on those days i don't have time to cook i could actually say okay you know what we made this meal it's already done all i have to do is throw it in the oven or whatever right. microwave if, if, if that's what i have to do um but i am horrible at that and you know i don't know if you you or you are stacy are good at that but um that's something <laughs> i truly need to be better at because then I know what's going in each and every one of my meals, and it's not something that's from a package that, you know, that's not necessarily as healthy for me.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Now planning. Yeah, that that is a challenge um, just because, well, for one, just to revisit what we talked about earlier with, you know, I go to the, go to the grocery store. I'm going to go with where my instincts take me and that instincts are going to take me to eggs, to chicken to broccoli, and, and you know, some of the the regular stuff that goes on. So I wind up having a surplus of repeated things. Like, you know, at, at some points in time, I have like three containers of uh, non fat yogurt, right? So now it winds up, okay, how do I pair up this yogurt with granola in my smoothie it, with some fruit? And that's what really takes the planning, right? So if you have a lot of a certain item, you got to think about, okay, multiple ways of preparing that item. So looking ahead definitely (laughs) helps you, you know, prevent that monotony. I think, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's because that's where I wind up going. But if I have a chance to know that, okay, I've had some red meat, I've had some fish, I've had some vegetables, I can kind of mix and match and make sure I have a little bit of everything. And that's where the planning comes in. It's kind of like, you know, you have certain columns of your checklist that need to be, um, you know checked off as far as you know what you make sure you have but um you know i've also grown uh, to uh, repurpose food like leftovers i eat leftovers i you know if it's in there it's less than you know you know five days i'll i'll repurpose it too so if i know that i'm gonna have baked chicken you know there's a lot you can do with leftover baked chicken right then i can add some tomato sauce and make some you know some version of chicken there so i have to make sure that all the the condiments and accessories get consideration too, on top of the big things that you're talking about with meat and produce and vegetables and, and, uh, and, and fruit and all that good stuff. But, you know, there's always lunch you have to think about and, you know, you know, what am I putting into my kids' mouths when I'm not with them? Because yeah, they do want all the snacky stuff. So that's another thing, you know, cause I'm not a big cook. My dad was always the cook in my house growing up. So he was one of those, okay, chop this, peel that, um and then he'd say all right get out of the kitchen all right and then he would he'd be the one that put everything together so I was more of the sous chef than anything (laughs) else Uh, but that's now I'm having to revisit all that so my dad always had onions and garlic and we always had rice and carrots and potatoes as things to always consider as far as making sure that was on the on the meal plan because you know, you had to feed three growing boys and, you know, the big pot of spaghetti was always our our go-to. Little ground beef, spaghetti sauce, and spaghetti noodles, and that would last us about two days.
0: I need to get so much better at eating leftovers. <laughs> I will make something and then it'll, I, I'm like, okay, yeah, I put it in its a little Tupperware. I stick it in the refrigerator and then I'm like, oh, it's trash day. And you know, four <laughs> days later, I just dump it straight in the trash. So I am horrible at that too, but I mean, it, it, it really, I, I'm not cost effective and I need to get better at that because to your point, um, you know, when we keep thinking about, you know, like you said, if you make spaghetti and you have this leftover sauce, there's so many other things that you could do with that. However, mine usually ends up in the trash. So, <laughs> but you know but I think another, you know, another thing when we're talking about kind of pre-planning is also thinking about, uh, you know, grabbing snacks. So for me, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, you can, you know, I've got kids, I've got work, I've got meetings, I've got things going on. I think about what I'm going to put my kids lunch because heaven forbid he eat at school. That is like, no, he only wants to eat something that he brings from home, which I mean, is good and bad. Um, but with that, with that being said, I want to also think, okay, what can I already have in a baggie? So if we do need to like, for example, today, when I pick him up for school, there's a couple errands, I want to have something that I can give him. And so if I already have things already put in a baggie, I can just grab it and go, you know, because if not, then he's hungry and then he'll come and make bad choices and instead of eating, right. you know, fruit or grapes or something that I've already got kind of just portioned out. It, it really does make a big difference. I, I started reading that I did it and I was like, Oh man, this actually works because, I said, hey, just grab one of those bags and let's go. And he actually ate it because I didn't say, hey, do you want Cheez-Its or Goldfish or, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> these are your or, you know, the gummy bears, you know, these are these are your three <laughs> options. So I'm trying to get him away from those gummy bears and and try to feed him something that I know is way healthier and, you know, holds him over until we can actually sit down and have a good dinner.
1: Right. And I, you know, it's funny you say that, Wendy, because this school year I started doing that. To where there is that bag in the back seat and they can dive into it when they uh when they get in the car because what happens is that you know if they wait a little too long you know between school and home which isn't that far they're they're hangry you know and then they're just they go straight to the cover cupboards and they are just digging for whatever their hands can can grab which might wind up being you know ironically enough a pack of gummies which uh, you know you put the word fruit on there they think it's uh it's not as much of a gummy candy as it, what it really is but um that's you know that those are the steps that i take to try and keep them away from you know grabbing that stuff but i think that leads into one of the points um that uh we have on our list here is um going through the pantry and actually getting rid of some of the junky
0: stuff Yes, yes. And while I it, it hurts me to to throw food away, what I've done, and I did this actually two months ago, was I went through and cleaned out my pantry and I noticed that I had some stuff in there, you know, that was canned that I thought one day we were gonna make and we never did. And so, you know, I, I'm throwing away a lot of food because of, you know, the expiration date, but things that I knew also weren't healthy for me, but was was still good, I ended up putting in a box and I actually, you know, donated it. Because there are so many people mm-hmm. out there that does not, um, you know, that th- they don't have food, they don't have money. And I'm sitting here throwing mine away because I know it's not healthy. Not that I'm trying to give away my unhealthy, you know, food options. However, you know, if it's going to help somebody, then I absolutely want to do that. So consider, you know, when you go through your pantry, if it's still good, if it's somewhat healthy or something that someone else can use, especially coming up with the holidays and all the, the oh, yeah. food drives that are going on. It's, it's definitely worth looking into because, you know, you've made a bad choice. Maybe it it could be a good choice for someone else.
1: Right. And, you know, I've, I've actually done that to where, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's people around our neighborhood that are in certain situations and, you know, taking care of that food that we, you know, that we know is probably not the best choice and, you know, but somehow it found its way into our house. Uh, You know, you take that and you take some, you know, a mixed bag of fruits and bananas, apples, and things like that. And if you can give it to them directly, um, where, you know, they know, you know, it's, it's not such a volume of food that it's going to sit around, but something that they can consume more immediately. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to, to kind of do, you know, kill two birds with one stone, clean out your pantry of the things that you, you realize that it's probably not the best thing to, to eat throughout the day, but. Like you said, you know, you are helping somebody out and you throw a couple of good, you know, nutritious things in there. And then, you know, you've actually made a pretty, pretty okay box that you know that they're going to consume.
0: Well, yes. And as much as I buy in bulk or my husband buys in bulk for us, um, I don't need 20 boxes of spaghetti. You know, just saying I really don't. So giving, you know, 10 of them away (laughs) is still going to be set for many, many months to come. (laughs) So just, you know, something to consider. But. But I know another, a big one, you know, and and now I'm actually talking about myself and this is what I've done for my family, because when you go out to some of these restaurants and you see the amount of food that comes out, you know, I was always taught and I don't know if you were, my mom was hundred percent Greek straight off the boat and you would sit there and clean your plate or you would sit at the table until it was done. And she didn't care if you were there for 30 minutes. She didn't care if you were there for two hours. You were going to eat whatever she made and put on that plate. And so... I don't know about you, Ken, but we have some really cool plates and, but they're big, they're very big plates. And mm-hmm. so for me, when you're loading up the plate to give to your family or even myself, I will grab the, the larger plates and I'll put food on there. But then I'm like, man, that is a lot of food. So a trick that is a common tip that we wanted to talk about, which is, you know, you guys are joining us on random fit. We're talking about nutrition tips and you know, one thing that is a, a good tip is to use smaller plates. And so not necessarily like the little, you know, dinky dessert plates, but, you know, sometimes there's one that's right in between. And if you feel like you need to, in your mind, feel your plate to have, you know, to make yourself full because it's more of a mind game than what your stomach is telling you, then if you use a smaller plate, you're actually using and in, in consuming a smaller portion than if you used a bigger plate. And that has been, that has been super helpful in my family.
1: Yeah. I mean. Uh, growing up that, you know, what scenario you just described there, Wendy, is like, you're not leaving that chair until that plate is clean. And um, depending on what it was, there would be some times where you just, you know, you kind of just, you know, you're closing your eyes as that spoon is going into your mouth and you're there for a long time. Uh, <laughs> my brother actually sat at the table one time for three hours and it was my uncle that was watching us. And um, my uncle fell asleep at the table because it took him so long to finish the food that he was eating. So that was that was how hardcore we were with that uh, thought process. You know, you're not leaving there because there's mm-hmm. somebody in the Philippines that doesn't get half of that. <laughs> yes. And so you better you better finish that food. And it's like uh, what does that have to do with me? Once a uh, year
0: my, my mother <laughs> made us eat liver because it was supposed to be good for your brain and it brings good luck. I don't know what kind of luck she was thinking, <laughs> but I would sit there forever. I mean, forever. And then the same thing, she would finally give up and she would excuse herself from the table. I would still have to sit there. And luckily we had a dog. Luckily we had a dog oh, man. and um, you know, as soon as I could give it to the dog but then the dog would need it. So then it's on the floor. I would, I mean, it was, it was a disaster. However, that's, that's just what you saying, say. Yeah. That's you what know. you say.
1: Hey mom, look. Even the dog doesn't want I I know, I give. Like (laughs) I
0: give. I I, punish me, but I can't do it. You know, I just can't do it. And this happens once a year, every year. I'm just I'm like, it's liver. I mean this, there's no luck. I get the black eye peas at the beginning of the year. You know, there's a lot of, you know, superstition around all of that. Fine. Give me black eye peas all day. Please don't make me eat liver, please. Um, so, so plate size is one. And then another super helpful hint. Um, and this is one that we used a lot when we were doing a lot of some of the nutrition programs and, and working with some of these individuals in the program that I discussed was drinking a glass of water before you actually sat down at the table. And if you did that, then, you know, you would become full quicker. So you're really not eating as many calories during dinner because you're going to be full. And I was like, Oh, that doesn't work. I drink water all the time all day, but I would down a glass of water and sit down and I'm like, man, this really works. So if you're trying (laughs) to eat less, maybe try that drink a big glass of water before you sit down for your meals and see if you You know, I'm not saying don't, don't eat whatever you want to eat. However, you know, make good choices. But if you drink water, you really will become full faster.
1: Right And you know, it's it's funny because I was talking to my doctor last month and he said the same thing Like, have, have a glass of water before you sit down and then refill your glass. So you have another glass to eat with, you know, to drink while you're, while you're having dinner. So that was like, oh, okay you know, again, uh, you know, those tips and tricks that, you know, we have to revisit, but he reminded me of that. Yeah. Have one before, not just two during, because a lot of times you're still eating and drinking and eating and drinking. But if you pre, you know, quote unquote, pre-fill your stomach with, with water, then that's still space. Even though it's liquid, it's still space Mm -hmm. that the water's taken up, that the food has to compete with, but you still want to have, um, you know still keep that hydration coming along not that you're trying to stay hydrated during <laughs> dinner but you still want to have um you know that that fluid coming in with with your with your meal so to still add the volume into your stomach so i was like oh okay yeah and like you said wendy it works
0: it works another another one <laughs> if you don't if you're, you know you're not a huge water fan which i mean hopefully you are but if you're not then i know my family is really big on soup like we all love soup. I mean, I ate it every single day when I was pregnant. I thought my kid was going to turn out to be like chicken noodle soup, which is, by the way, his favorite, favorite food of all day, you know, all choices. And probably because I forced him to eat it in my stomach every day. Um, But, but a soup because it's liquid, you know, if it's a healthy soup and it's full of vegetables and everything like that, it will also make you full faster. So anything with liquid that you can consume and maybe just maybe try not to eat, An appetizer, like for us, like when we go out for dinner, we splurge. We're like, you know, do you want an appetizer? Maybe choose soup or maybe even a salad and get the dressing on the side. Because I can't tell you how many times I've ordered a salad and it's probably like four or five, like huge, you know, um, just amounts of of salad dressing that's on my salad to where it's swimming. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well. Okay, so now if you just get it one little thing on the side, you can kind of dip your salad or your lettuce into that actual um salad dressing, you're still getting it in each and every bite, but you're probably going to save yourself some calories as well. So that's a big one. Get the dressing yeah. on the side.
1: Yeah. Ton, you're going to save a ton of calories cuz I started yes. doing that I don't know 10 or so years ago now mm-hmm. and my family still looks at me like why do you have to be such a pain in the butt? Why don't you just if, <laughs>
0: Oh, they I get everything on this side. Yeah, everything. If, yeah.
1: If they want to pour it on there for you, let them. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, because it's like you said, it's drowning in in dressing. And I like the cream, you know, I like the blue. I like the blue cheese or Thousand Island. Um, so not the vinaigrettes. Right. So I like the creamier stuff. So this way I can really portion control, um, you know, that that side of, you know, my diet. But, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, salad's a, a big thing. So, um. Filling up your gut again with um, you know high fiber foods initially, like like with a large salad, um, can really do um, a lot. One, it takes up space. Again, anything to promote distension in the stomach, and when you have that distension in the stomach, that's what tells your brain, okay, this guy's had quite a bit, right? (laughs) But the other thing that helps out when we're since we're talking about vegetables and salad is that the chewing part. Right. So you get enough repetitions when it comes to chewing. That also sends a signal to the brain like this guy's been at it for a while. So maybe it's time to kind of tell him that he's had enough. Right. So when you when you kind of front load your your meal with a salad, not only does it take up a lot of space, but what it takes to break down a salad if you're chewing, if you're not just putting in your mouth and swallowing it right away. the the chewing aspect does that. And that, you know, one of the tricks, um, that's one of the tricks that those, uh, those uh, food contest eaters, you know, those food competitors, eating competitors, that's what they do, right. To get them, get their muscles going. You ever look at their jaws? They're actually pretty, pretty good because they're chewing a lot, but they have to teach their stomach to expand. So they'll do (laughs) things like eating cabbage, right and you know so that's like Joey Chestnut and um god who's the other guy that does like the Nathan's hot dog oh, uh competition <laughs> they, they you know, dip it, they, it in and water and shove it down their throat
0: they're, yeah they're
1: just dipping it and it's mm. just one big mm. soupy bread bowl. Uh, uh yeah Kobayashi and they just dip it and eat and dip it and eat and when what they had uh, like 60 Three sixty-four something. I mean, dog.
0: seriously, how do you feel after that? I mean, first well, of all, I, it's I a mystery lie. meat within a hot dog, but we won't even get down. We won't go down that road. But uh, yeah, no. Mm-mm. But to your, to your point, chewing <laughs> your food, it does. It does release something in the brain that you've been at it for a while. And I am I am really bad with that as well. I'm always on the go. And, you know, since I've had my son, I've I've forced my family to sit down and actually eat eat at Mm -hmm. the table and have a meal and none of us are excused until everyone is done. And I've noticed that I've slowed down in my eating, which is also going to make me full faster because before I would eat and like, I mean, can you see me? Like we go and teach, we've got 15 minutes. Like I can, I can crush a burger and fries. Yes, I am a (laughs) burger and fry girl. I can eat it in five minutes or less and move on. And it is not good. It's not good for your digestive system. It's not good for my brain. And then about 20 minutes later, I feel like I want to die because I'm stuffed. I'm miserable. I didn't make good choices. And, you know, and at the end of the day, I probably would have eaten half of what I ate had I sat down, enjoyed, actually tasted the food that I put into my mouth. And so sitting down really you know, putting your fork down in between bites. That's another big one because it takes more time, yep. but just truly sitting down, chewing all your food. It is so much better for your body, but then it's also going to reduce the amount of calories that you have because you will get fuller faster if you do that.
1: Right. And I think, you know, and you're touching on, you know, a really good point there in the fact that you know, in this day and age, or we're rushing. You know, you know, you might have a call, con- or like, you know, say, Stacy might have a call, or I might need to get on a call. So we're kind of tag teaming who's going to eat with the kids. But the other part of eating as a as a group, you know, if you if you have if you have a family or some kind of um, collective that you're you're around that you can you know sit down and break bread with, it's the fact that now you're you you have someone to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's what helps, you know, you're, you have your chewing, you have your, you know, put the fork down, you know, between every bite, but there's also, you know, the time it takes for you to, you know, you're exchanging, you know, how your day was, you know, how are things going and and you're catching up with people at the end of the day, if we're talking about dinner, you know, we try to do that during breakfast as well, but you know, someone's getting ready all the time. Um, (laughs) But just the fact that. You, you, you have that time and again, it's, it's another opportunity for your body to kind of realize, okay, how much food is in your system and that takes time. Eating so fast, Wendy, like, like you mentioned, it's like your brain hasn't caught up to what's actually going on. So, you know, it's like Thanksgiving dinner, right? You you know, how many, oh man, I got to have that piece of pie. I got to have that piece of pie. I got to have that stuffing. And an hour later, where are you? You're on the couch and you're immobile like you've just, you're like, oh, uh, thank goodness. I wore the garter pants today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, that's another one. So if, <laughs> if you guys are just joining us on random fit, we're talking nutrition ch- uh, tips and how to make good choices. I'm Wendy Batts. I'm here with Ken Miller. And we've talked about different, you know, different, uh, you know, tricks that you can do when you're at the store. We've talked about different things when you're sitting down and in the last that ken just talked about was i think the socializing and to your point ken to add on to that think about this you don't want to talk with your mouth full so usually Mm -hmm. you'll chew you'll take a sip of water or whatever it is that you're drinking and then you'll have that conversation so it really does take even more time and and the bonding that you have because i think we're really missing that these days um, as as families because everyone is always on the go. And so spending the time with your family to learn what's going on in their lives, it's, it's a perfect time to do that. Um, totally off topic, but just wanted to say yeah, that, part of the topic. Um, but, but when you talked about at uh, Thanksgiving and, you know, we were kind of laughing about your pants, guys, if you really want to see, you know, like make, we talked about this when you're setting goals, put on a pair of jeans and if they're uncomfortable, then maybe you need to really think about your nutrition plan as well as maybe whatever you're doing at the gym. But if you notice that you put on a pair of pants, they start to feel pretty good during the day. And then after dinner, you need to unbutton them. Then you really need to think about some of these tips because, uh, you know, that's <laughs> definitely not a sign that you're going in the right direction. Uh, but also the snacking, the snacking is wow. the worst, the worst If you had gone and you bought a bag of chips and you're hungry, but you know, you've got something going on. I have done this and I've done this recently. I grabbed a bag of chips. I did not portion it. I grabbed the whole bag. I sat down. I had my computer next to me and I just kept eating, just kept, take a bite, wipe my hands, get on the computer, take a bite, wipe my hands. And before I knew it, almost not entirely, but almost that entire bag of chips was gone.
1: Well, what kind of chips were they, Wendy?
0: You know, they
1: were the rant jalapeno chips <laughs> that wouldn't have made it That would have just gone you know, oh well yeah Tony, Tony comes eye. home and he's like who got the chips I'm like I don't know I'm like Brayden he's like
0: mom
1: <laughs> well I'm the same with uh with the trail mix you know oh. I'll get the trail mix with the the peanuts the raisins the sunflower seeds and it's got the little m&ms in it oh. so you know but here's the thing: I will portion it. I'll put it in a bowl, and kind of like the the idea we took with taking a smaller plate, I have to have a smaller bowl because I'll be just tapping away at the keyboard, and the next thing I know, that bowl is empty. I mean, seriously, you know, you know when you like you put your you're 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 so into something, and then you you put your hand and you reach out, wow. and next thing you know, you're touching the bottom of that bowl or that bag. You're like where the heck did it all go? You know, <laughs> you just had that, un, all that unconscious eating that you did because you know, you're chewing, you're typing and chewing and typing and, you, and you're and you grabbing for more and stuffing your face. And the next thing you know, it's like, where did it go? So I think, you know, one tip there, I guess, is smaller plates, smaller bowls. Um, <laughs>
0: <And> portion <laughs> out your snacks. That's a big one. Portion
1: out the snacks.
0: Yes. And then I know another one, because this happens with a bunch of my clients, their business, you know, individuals, they travel a lot and they tell me all the time, Wendy, I have to go to dinner with a client. I have to go to, you know, I have this going on. I cannot, you know, I, I don't get to choose the restaurant or whatever the, the the case may be. So there's two helpful hints here, two for these individuals, because I may be talking to you. Um, number one, if you have to go to a restaurant then right away, as soon as they bring your plate, you can say, Hey, can you bring me a to go box and then just cut everything in half and put it, put it in a box. And then you say, Oh, you know, I'm really not that hungry. I I'm just going to save some for later, you know, and that way it's off your plate because again, for me, clear your plate. That's what I was taught. That's, that's a hard habit to break. And so if I'm already clearing my plate by removing half of it, I'm going to eat less. And then I will have another portion of that later if I choose to actually eat my leftovers, which half the time I don't. However, I would have eaten every bit of that um, if it would have been on my plate because I would have kind of felt obligated. And um, and that that has been a super helpful hint for my clients. I know.
1: Have you ever have you ever just asked them to put half of it straight into a to go box?
0: Oh, I've done that as well. I have.
1: Yes, that's that's a habit I've gotten into, especially with places that you know the food is very rich and creamy, <laughs> and you don't want to you don't want to deny yourself the you know the, the the experience of actually being in that you know that particular restaurant. Uh, one's coming to mind that has been to use a lot you know real cream, real butter. Um, you know the steak Bye. is the, the meat is fatty. <laughs> so and you want to just absorb you know every aspect of that dinner and you know to eliminate that temptation. I just said, hey, if you don't mind can you put half of it into a to-go box for me, you know, and I've actually been told no before, you know, and because
0: they won't touch your food. Yes, you know, I yeah. Have well. like,
1: it's yeah. Like,
0: that's why I said. I ask. And if not, I just say, that's, wow. that's totally great. Can you just bring me a to-go? Um, but you yeah. know, the other, the other part of that is also, I, I tell them, Hey, if you're not in a hotel and you're at home and you're having to go out for these business meetings or something, eat something before you go, just, yep. you know, eat two or three healthy snacks, even maybe even a small like portion of something that, you know, is healthier, because if you can actually get online and look at the menu and you have something in your head that, hey, this is a healthier option. So I know that I'm going to order this or listen, there's really not a lot of healthy options. So I'm going to eat something small before I go and then ask, you know, to put half of it away. Then you can also say, hey, guys, you know, I had another meeting before that. Unfortunately, I already ate, but I'm still going to eat with you. Um, I'm just, I'm just really not that hungry. Then it's going to save you a lot of calories by, by just, you know, eating beforehand, especially if it is someplace like a wedding. Oh my. And now you've got these buffets everywhere and it's like, oh, you can eat this and you can go here. I I went to a wedding in Chicago. Wedding was like unbelievable. And the food that they had, They had different portions. They had, you know, a macaroni and cheese bar. Like who says no to that? But they were making the noodles. And then another side was like, you know, um, prime rib and like fillets and all this stuff. So it was like the meat bar and then you had the salad bar and then you had the soup bars. I mean, they spent a ton of money on food, which I'm a foodie. I love it all. But luckily, I had eaten something, I had a late lunch, so I really wasn't that hungry. So everything that I would have eaten and consumed a ton of different, I didn't say no to anything. And this, I think a big tip is don't deprive yourself because if you say, I can't have that, that's all you're going to think about is, oh, I really want that piece of pizza. If you really want that piece of pizza, then eat it. Because if you say you can't, then you're going to actually fail in every diet that you do. It's just maybe cut that piece of pizza in half not in half this way but the whole crust half is just make it a smaller slice and still eat it and so i think that's a big thing too is don't deprive yourself eat before if you can put everything like in a to-go box or half of it in a to-go box just get it out of your sight because it will make a huge difference
1: right and i and i think too you know i mean wedding's a pretty specific you know event right and you want to you want to be in the moment you want to celebrate the couple and you know and they you know, like you said Wendy, they 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 took a lot of time and effort picking that menu i'm sure right it's like who who, who thinks about macaroni and cheese but you know what that is a it's a that staple is in a, my house i yeah, think about it well, all the time <laughs> that's a winner that's winner winner chicken dinner every every time you put macaroni and cheese in front of anybody i, I don't know some you know we got to talk if you're one you're not one of those but you know you, you want to partake and, and you want to, you know, enjoy the event as well as what they thought was going to be something that you as a guest would enjoy. So, I mean, same things go with dinner and, you know, if you're out with other people. But, you know, you know, if you take certain steps, you know, like you're saying, you know, portion things out, to-go box. But also, you know, one thing that I'll add to the conversation is the fact that, you know, don't be afraid to ask if you can change things out. So if there are menu items that, you know, like... I don't know about mashed potatoes. Can I get some fresh, you know, do you have any steamed vegetables I can put on that mm-hmm. instead? Maybe you like steamed vegetables over mashed potatoes, but you know, with mashed potatoes, you'll have the cream, you have the butter, things that, you know, that makes it more calorie dense than other food choices. So that's, that's one thing that I might say when you when you're out and about, don't be afraid to ask to, to change, change out certain items on the, that, that may be off menu. Um, but a lot of times they, you may get up for it, but Hey, yeah, at least you, you know, you're going to give yourself a little pat on the back and say, Hey, I did something good for myself today yeah. and was still in the moment and still being able to be with friends. Still in the
0: moment, still, still in the moment. <laughs> Just say no. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a problem with that too, but well, I know <laughs> we could probably go and talk about a ton of other tips, but I think these you are could. the ones that are easiest in my opinion yeah. that sometimes I totally take for granted. So. I appreciate you spending this time with me, Ken, and, and sharing your uh, your suggestions, and hopefully everyone found this helpful.
1: Yeah, me too. I mean, as soon as we log off and uh, press record on this thing, and uh, I'm going to go clean out my cupboards.
0: So. <laughs> I just did that. That's what triggered that. Hey, and you and, really and talk make about a it. list.
1: Yeah. So, Wendy, <laughs> great time as always. Um, I learned, you know, I was reminded of quite a few things, but I learned a, learned a couple of new tidbits as well. So. If you took away as much as we did (laughs) with these nutrition tips, uh, please like, follow, subscribe and keep logging in and checking us out for other cool topics we have that will help change your life for the better. So until next time, again, on behalf of Wendy and I and the National Academy of Sports Medicine, take care and be well.